All right. Let's see out to the Shmaya there. I see out to the Shmaya, but we were learning a piece last week and I had a story which is unfolding on Sunday. We don't want to talk about too many details of it, but I think it's important to just to mention in the context of all of us that are mm-hmm. doing wonderful things in the working world, but uh, it's one of the challenges that, that exists as a reality. On page 120, the, we were talking last week about the idea of a family and, and the importance of connection of family to in building that both with one's wife, with one's children, and how that often can get lost and become second fiddle to much of what else we're doing. And there was a paragraph, which I think is not much we read it off for last week. It says, this is not so when a person becomes submerged in a world of business profession that said right before then that, you know, when someone is learning and, and, and they come home and they're excited about what they were doing, so one's, that doesn't any way that one's wife doesn't feel resentment for that. If I care, that's part of what she's, her hopes and desires and dreams are all about as well. But when a husband gets submerged in, his, in a world of business profession that often becomes that higher priority and is seen as our priority to, to him than his, than his family. And unfortunately, you don't know people like that. Baruch Hashem Cincinnati doesn't suffer from this machla, but people who are you know, submerged into the working world to an extent where they, you know, they have the music of Shabbos Tati, right, where he says hello on Shabbos, and that's usually told after the soup, because then his face is in the soup, sleeping anyway. So really it's, it lasts for about 20 minutes being a father throughout the week. And that's one reality, and, and all different variations of that. And he says that the, world, the wife experiences the annoying sense that this work world is placing the bond between the two of them, which can happen when the more one gets involved and submerged into it, and the more that materialism and physicality and, and monetary gain become a priority, become something which is of crucial importance to particularly the one who's working, and that's, that's uh, what defines him. And then he says, there are other people, both male and female, involved with their husband, and his heart and mind are there, not with her. So I had a very um, horrific story this week, nothing new in Cincinnati, so it was uh, from a town, though remain nameless, um, of someone of Shaykhist too, who have been involved the whole week in this and I, I told my wife on Sunday after I was on the phone for like an hour plus on Sunday um, with this woman and I said afterwards I felt like I wanted to go to the mikvah and basically there's a woman who who I know and she's struggling with uh, with a connection that's been developed in her and a male counterpart in her office. And it's not at the point yet where it's um, of question of her being asked to her husband, but it's not that far from it. So we'll leave it at that. It, 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 her mom is horrific, and, and Baruch Hashem, she, she reached out, and she was like, you know, and, and been you know, dealing with this the whole week, and... There's no simple solution because she herself is somewhat stuck into this. But it, it brought out to me this point that Aaron's making, and the, we've mentioned this you know, in the past as well, but the, the scariness and the, the zahirus 
that particularly with, with female, whether it's co-workers or people that, that one shares an office with and was involved with on a, on a somewhat professional level, and the slippery slope, how it can often go from professional level to some level of, of connection, which is not professional, is very, very, very quick. And sometimes it's, very, it's a very thin line that separates the two. And that's part of what, you know, it's, it's definitely a sign, it's a challenge that every single person deals with, every person, deals, every male deals with, particularly the whole life in every area. But in the workplace, it's something which is of a, of a whole different level. I remember once hearing from um, Zeb Cohen in Chicago, he said that someone, someone asked him about taking on a woman partner. And he said, Aster is a mutter. He said, listen, I'm not going to tell you it's Aster mutter. He said, I just, I just want to, he, goes, he told the person, I want you to picture, like, there was a business, right? Unless you, you get the deal, right? So normally it's a feeling of like, when you accomplish something together, like there's that sense of, of connection that happens. So with two guys, they might high five and they might hug each other. And like, you know, it's an expression where like somebody accomplished something together. It's like, how are you going to, how is that going to play out when, when it's a woman partner? Like, not good. <laughs> nothing, nothing. In other words, that there's nothing, there's no way to, to express that. And, and that's just, that's true in, he was talking about an extreme level of partner. There was, there was, but forget about a partner, they got much lower levels, right? The person accomplishes something together with a, with a, a female um, in, in the office and accomplish something together. There's a, there's a feeling of closeness that, that's, that comes out, that, that, that's results of that. It's, it's almost an impossibility. It's a reality. And when you do something together with someone, especially you're successful, there's a, there's a feeling which comes out. And that's, Something we want us to be so careful of, like you know, when 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 that's happening, like you know, the the gedarim and the gidra gedarim, the gidra gidra gedarim. The one has to put around that to make sure that that it's not becoming something which is of any inherent danger is 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 crucial. And unfortunately, it's something which is you know, which is it's rampant. It's rampant. And and you know, someone told me something which I I, I didn't want to believe. Um, they were talking about a certain. Community which has which is known for a lot of um, wealthy people, and said that uh, you know it's somewhat known that um, that a lot of these people have like a woman on the side. There was like a zug, the person like almost like klachiyad, and I was like I, I, I know it's like do myself like this is like a someone it's a from community like this is like so Elamai so the person explained to me that this is you know comes a lifestyle that people are involved that he's away and they're traveling and they're going on trips with the guys and like you know it becomes like a, like a whole reality so that's an extreme and Baruch Hashem there's nothing with, 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 that's, a, that's, a, that's a very much an extreme but every single extreme issue has levels and levels and levels and levels and levels and levels, levels where, where it's where it's relevant on somewhere somewhere to, to all of us right relevant to all of us somewhere not just in the working world, right? It's relevant in, 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 in the social sphere as well, right? Where, where, where it's relevant, you know. I've, I've mentioned this, you know, in, in, the, in the past, and something which I, th- I think should be a dover pashat, and maybe needs to be spoken about more because I don't think it's spoken about enough, you know. But referring to a woman who's not one's wife by the first name, I think, is something which is a clear pirza in 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 Gidrit Snias. It doesn't, you know. When they're talking to her, when we're talking to her herself, we're talking about it is one thing. We're talking to her, and for it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a pirza. It's a pirza. There's a certain level. What? 
Yeah, so, so, so it's interesting. Why is it more relevant to from women? Right, why is it more relevant? Because, right, to me, right, in other words, that it's, it's, and I've heard this so many times that people, you know, people think that in from working environments, this area is less challenging, it's much more challenging. Much more. Much more challenge, right? To other from women, right? There's, there's a much more of, a, of an inherent, like we're on the same world, the same level. It's much more, it's much more of a thing, and therefore that the zahiris is, is much more necessary over there, much more necessary. And yes, yeah, so I'm, so, you know, you know, going to I don't know if there's a feeling of closeness that, that that's yeah, that, that's possible. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and, and yeah, it's, it's, there's no there's no such thing as no misses exists anyway. Maybe yeah. missed. <laughs> When I first started working where I was, I remember I called somebody I work with by the first name in the Lakewood office, and she's like, my name is, and she's like my age, and she's like, my name is this, and I was like, you know what, you're right, and I'm so sorry, <laughs> because I like, I, in my mind, I, I was, it was a new culture for me, like right. to do, especially like when you're dealing with Goyim all the time, and then, and and you refer to, to the Goyim as, oh, this this is Esty, but like, you know, because if you say Mr. Shield, I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. So right. like, and then you have to like switch to it. So then I said over the story that that uh, Biederman said over like two years ago about the real estate office where the secretary sent him, uh, she, the secretary got an email saying to wire $70,000 and then she sent forward the email to the boss and the boss was like, no, this is a scam. How did you know that and how to do it? Because he said, he called, we have one in the office, he hired me, I ever called the first name, and this person addressed me by the first name. Uh, <laughs> this game. So that was like, I told her that story, and she's like, that's amazing. <laughs> Never heard that. Okay, well. Yeah, so that, that's one, one get it. But everyone has to find Gadarim for themselves, and you know, there's Gadarim again in, in, within from people, Gadarim in the office, Gadarim, you know, obviously, you know. <laughs> Yichud is, is, is a gather, but Yichud wasn't meant to be the only gather. And it's one of the, one of the gedarim that it's derisa in many situations, not with Karim necessarily, but it's uh, it's something which is, which is, Chazal knew what, they were, knew what they were dealing with, knew what they were talking about. And I, I personally, I generally very machber in Yichud from a, from a halachic perspective. Um, there's a lot, there are a lot of clues in Yichud, and there's room to be machber in Yichud as well. And I personally am. am you know, people ask me, "Shalos, I'm pretty machmer in Yichud, right? Uh, for for reason, for good reason. Unfortunately, we have too many horror stories. And you know, just as an example, like Pesach Pesuach is one of the classic Eterim of Yichud after the door is open, right? So there's big Shiloh, What does that mean? Does it mean it's physically open? Does it mean it's actually right, just not locked? And there's big Shiloh about that. And many Pesachim take take the take the approach that Pesach Pesuach only works if it's actually a, a tzad someone's going to walk in. If no one ever would walk in there because something which no one ever does in, in your um, society, it's, it's worthless. So it means that it's actually it's pursuant to the point people would walk in. So but maybe it's physically open, then that's good. Not necessarily. No, it might, it might be good within the um, right in front of the door. What, right, the eye, what you call the vision of the from the door. Once beyond that, no one's ever going to walk in past there. No one. Well, who's walking in past there? Let's say my door front door is wide open. When they, and so right where, right where you are, that's fine. When they ever walk into the living room, which is hundred feet past the front door, of course not. No one ever do that. It's like sort of the, like the most in, biggest invasion of privacy, right? So, you know, maybe in Eretz Yisrael where people, it's, uh, you know, or or in you know certain neighborhoods where it's very common, like you know, to 
Bungalow Khan type of type of reality is the case. That's one thing. But if it that's not the reality, so I don't think it's that's a workplace office environment where you know people are constantly going back. So if, if it's offices. real, yes, that's real. It's real. People are constantly walking in, constantly walking out, right? But it, that's not always the case. You know, this this person told me unfortunately, um, there was a number of situations where she had meetings with this person and the door was closed. Now, was that technically Yichud? Love Dafka. Because other people could have walked in, there wasn't locked, and there was other coworkers. But at the end of the day, in, in, in many office environments, the door's closed, people don't walk in. People don't walk in. That's like sort of like, okay, every work environment might be different. If the door's closed, if, that, if that's the, the, the way the situation is set up there, when the door is closed, people don't walk in, so that, that's, that's a Yichud issue. Now, Rav Moshe has a, has, has a potential hetter that if someone knocks and is expected the door should be answered right away and, no one do, and someone doesn't, that's a kasha. Okay, that might be, again, with like all the different halachic aspects right now. But just the point is like, you know, that there's, this woman told me that that, that happened a, n- a number of times and, and that, unfortunately, what, what that led to is not very, uh, not very proper. So, you know, whether it's in Yichud or any other Gidre Gedarim and the, the importance of, of creating this level of separation, particularly you know, with other females, is, is of, of crucial importance. Uh, that uh, they cannot be understated and, and underestimated the potential damage. And, and he does wear a tie? That's so interesting. Because that gives a certain level of formality. I love it. I love it. I love it. Again, can you say everyone's required to wear a tie? No, but I, I, hear, I hear it's a great concept. It's a great concept, right? People who are seen as more formal, they're not as loose. They're not, no one's asking, you know, the same way to go to the bar with them when there's a certain level of like, you know, I hold myself to a certain level. So if that works for a person, great. But if not, we need to find something else or some... I think it's a and it's a great point because sometimes it's even if even if it's not a technic a technical issue whether it's yichud or anything else, but certain scenarios create a certain level of, of connection, right? So like I give the example before of when you're successful time together. That's, that's, sometimes, you know, having a meeting together with two people in a room, even if it's a gl- in glass, totally glass, but certain, you know, the, 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 the proximity with no one else around and the door closed, the, the walls could be glass. It just, it creates a certain level of, of feeling of connection. Just, it's a reality. You know, we're, we're, There's a fish lump up here, the boss. You could, you could decide how, you, how your meetings are set up. Right. Most of us are not bosses. Or right. Not, uh, not yet. Right. Right. Yeah. So it, it, again, <laughs> to the extent, again, certain things to the extent that are not fully in control. Obviously, if it's a child of halacha, it's not, it's not negotiable. But if it's not a child of halacha, then it's, you can't say it's a chiv. But that's why I love the Thai example because that a person is in, in, fully in control of. You look like right? a fool. You look like a <laughs> yeah. Is that? Except for the yachid, who's right. I think I think that in the Geisha world, wearing a yarmulke is already enough. It's something. Like wearing, sure. a, it's like wearing a tie, like 
Oh, I'm sorry, I cursed in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, in Cincinnati, like, wearing a tie people, is People, people is, sometimes curse like chill, right? Like, but, but, but yeah. In they, New York, it's normal, more of a normal. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I forget right. how I wanted to keep up because I grew up with it. Like, yeah, but they see it. They have different... No, but because... Right, right, but in a way, because they treat you like that, it reminds you that, oh, I'm... they ready with you differently. Okay, so that's for sure. It's something. you can hold it that way. But I was in a firm office where they were... You know, they have these, these, these... Whatever they call them, but these days that they just take them casual days, whatever yeah, yeah. take them out on a trip. But this is a firm office, and like taking all the firm people to go out on a trip together, and it's right. a small group. It was just yeah. didn't feel right, but right. and, and, and right. Could, that those are times where it could lead to the same type of yeah, yeah. So everyone has to find you know eats for themselves how to how to protect. But I think that in epitropus lyrius is is Chazal when I'm talking to just low level people and just people who uh talking to everyone every year in epitropus lyrius so that every, every single year in class has, has that same statement said to them so this week's question about um so it's talking about the the churban of the two mishkans so what does that have to do with the the kes of azav and the cheshbon right because all cheshbon and figuring out the cheshbon was to show that they didn't steal anything right so he said that the the churban was came about because people were feeling like oh I don't have to really be careful with with being nechshad on this and that and being able to always show that you're clear even if you're a, a, uh-huh. a, the rub of the town right. you, but you're right. always going to show that my right transparency very very transparent right. so right. so that. So yeah. not doing so is what brought the chorba. Right, right. That's late. Okay. Okay, so let's finish off this, this paragraph. So the next point really gets into is is the importance and the time and the focus in terms of spending time with children. And as, as we touched on a little bit last week, but he says that the, the crucial line which he says in the bottom of 120 is that they have children sensing that they're the father's most precious possession which we all believe that and we all feel that and we all know that but the question is does the child feel it and it's something which is it's an avoda I'm talking from my own personal experience it's an avoda the child should feel it because Rosh Hashem the busyness of our lives the, ability, the, the ways to express it and the ways to say it over and the ways to be able to make them feel it it's not always it's not always available in the same way as we want it to be and it's not always as as a uh, so this this is something which has to be expressed more in action than than in words, and something which really have to you know tap, tap into. And he says he says canceling engagement to spend time with a child is infinitely more powerful than gushy proclamations of devotion. Right? That's that's uh, it's really what it, what it boils down to is in terms of how it's playing out. And you know it's uh, we've, all, we've all been there. I assume we're talking to a child, learning with a child, or with our wife. And the phone rings, right? And the rea- the reaction, or or right? And I once heard this. Uh, I forgot who from originally, but the idea of sometimes even actually picking up the phone and saying, "I'm in an important meeting right now," because I'm, I'm, you know, and having the child hear that is also it's a, it's, a, it's a very powerful thing. I'm telling the person on the phone that I'm in an important meeting right now with my child, and that's something which is a powerful statement. Or totally ignoring it, which is Often, the, it's certainly the 
message that's being sent is something which is very powerful. And these are these are things that we all struggle with on, on, a, on a very frequent basis. And how 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 we deal with them and how we react to them is going to really make a difference in terms of how that relationship is perceived. And it says when when you preach to your child does not what you preach to your child does not create the foundations of life. Rather it depends on who you are to him. It talks about the quality time and the enjoyable time. And you know, we we all have, especially with with boys and fathers and boys and sons, I know with my own sons, a lot of it is rather than learning and and hazarding over what they did in school and etc. And that often becomes a lot of time, especially as they get older. It takes a lot of time to do that, to, to go through everything, and then you have extra storm sometimes, and extra things that 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 are that are there. And then the enjoyable time sometimes gets overlooked because there's so much time spent on not that it's not necessarily enjoyable, it's not pure just connection, and and as much as learning creates that. But this this idea that you know spending time that's exclusively his enjoyable, he says. <laughs> Drilling for a test does not count. It conveys something that the child senses is, is, is really you, something which is, you know, which is which is very special. I, I'm I'm making an effort, particularly with my with my with my boys, and something which you know, some of have younger children, but I made an effort to you know, take a child out for lunch and take them just you know during school, pick them up. You know, they have between lunch and recess, they have enough time. Pick them up, bring them back, and and that's true with boys and true with girls as well. As a father and daughter is also a very um, it's an important relationship, you know. Very often, we leave the girls to our, to our wives, and don't necessarily spend the same level of focus and on on daughters. And it also needs its own particular focus and efforts and thoughts about how to maintain and build and, and have a real real relationship with each one of our children in a very significant, special way that they feel it. And he says that it's it's spending time with it in a way that they enjoy, the way they enjoy. Right? They enjoy every child has different things that they're going to you know to, to enjoy that, and so the more that we do that, the more that we create these these, these interactions that show how valuable the relationship is. And he ends off with this 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 chap this chapter. He says, "Shem created us. The message we internalize the most that of our parents. created the nature. This is built the nature of that way." And very much of it is to fight, you know, all of our children as they grow older will be struggling with social influences, which is part of what adolescence particularly is all about. Um, but Kashmiroch created the teva of children that the, that their greatest influence of their parents. And there's a, there's a reason for that, because Kashmiroch needed that, that all the other influences should be overcome and should be over, overridden by, by, by the parents. And especially at certain stages in a child's life, those those things are going to become more and more the foundation of who they are. And the more that we spend time, especially when they're young, in terms of creating those, that connection, then they're going to have a, a much deeper level, the messages that we're sending, whether spoken messages, unspoken messages, messages of a living, becoming part of who they are. And this is something which, again, as this whole chapter was focusing on, the a person when he's caught up and sometimes overcome with with uh, things and involvement in in other worlds besides the family, which you all have other worlds, you cannot let those other worlds overwhelm and drown out the crucial, important worlds of our family, both in spouse, both in children, 
and to be able to really take that relationship and make it to be of paramount importance, never were in ways diluted um, because of the other worlds that were that were involved in. Okay, in this uh, this section, it's Hashem. We're probably going to be off for next week. I'll be in Eretz Yisrael. It's Hashem, Be'ezer Hashem Yisbarach. The week after that is Purim, so we have to wait till the week after Purim, which then we'll start uh, section six, Be'ezer Hashem, which um, each section has been building on each other. And the Halavai Vaiter, Be'ezer Hashem. Shukrayach, everyone. Shukrayach.